we're talking about fitness today, right? Fitness and how it affects your life between the sheets. So working out clearly uh, makes you feel sexy. Correct me if I'm wrong. Do you guys work out? Anyone in the listening audience work out? How does that make you feel? Okay, you know that, you know, that feeling when you catch a glimpse of yourself in the mirror, you're like, that is good. Because you ladies have your own version of it. Pop it up and pout and show your flat belly. Or mostly this, I guess. Makes you feel good, right? Makes you feel great about yourself. And that comes with confidence. And you take that confidence into your bedroom. And what do you think happens there? Lots can happen there. What's your story? Does working out make you feel sexy? Or do you feel sexy anyway? You don't have to work out to feel sexy. But do you have a time in your life when you didn't work out and you still felt sexy, but you started working out? Did it change? Did it get better? Or is it the same? Your stories, guys. I can stare myself into this screen. And if you can look at my eyes, they're fading. It's difficult to breathe with just one nostril. Definitely cannot do pranayama. Thank you. Thank you. I love some people in my life and she is one of them. <laughs> Welcome between the sheets. Hi. Yeah, hi. How's it going? What's your name? Uh, I prefer to stay anonymous uh, for the obvious reasons. Yeah, I... you're, ob you're, you're sniffling like me too. Are you okay? I'm always fine, but I don't know. For some reason, you always attack my voice. Oh no, I love your voice. I get a grip then. I cannot attack it, I know. No, I'm just trying to figure out because it's nicer when you're... Everyone's nicer voices when they have a cold or something. Mm -hmm. But uh, anonymous. Just yeah, let's just stay anonymous. Just, let's just keep it anonymous. Yeah. Just pick any name and that could be your name. It's kind of weird to say hi, anonymous. Okay, uh, let's just call me Dominique then. Dominique. Inspired by Ooh. Dominatrix. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I like that. Dominique. Yeah. Sexy. Yeah, Dominique. Okay. And in this time of social distancing and all that, everything is exciting. <laughs> tell me about <laughs> Every it. Every thought is exciting. <laughs> so, tell me about it. So, Dominique, tell me about fitness and how it worked in your life between the sheets or, if, or the lack of it. Okay, uh, just uh, clear out something for yeah. me. Is it uh, is it like some sort of uh, like fitness uh, sort of fixated, like you know, like women specific, or is it like no, you know, you can talk you about guys as well? Yeah, I told you if if you had an experience with a guy who wasn't fit enough and didn't do well for you, and that's part okay, of so your just, life. Okay, any, anything boiling down to the uh, the sexual performance? Not necessarily. Fitness? It could be many things. Look, yeah. this, this show is not, as you would know, is not just all about sex all the time, right? It's about when you get between the sheets. It could just be, you know, the guy's tired or you just don't feel like hugging because you're depressed for some reason. Then mental fitness is also fitness. So, yeah, it could be anything. God, the things I would have to tell you about the mental fitness part, but then let's just stick with the sexual one as of now. Yeah, whatever you want. It's your story. <laughs> all right. Okay, so um, basically, uh -huh. how it has been, I, I guess you're quite familiar because I have been a frequent caller in the past, so um, I have uh, confided things in you. There were a lot of relationships where I felt adequate, where I felt inadequate. I mean, I've had my share. 
So, um, okay. So let's just talk about my first guy. My first guy was uh, a chain smoker. Not that I'm saying that I was in the best of my health. I was not exactly doing so well. And plus, it was like my first time. So there's always that inferiority complex that you have yeah. about your performances, about the way you look. Well, it's more like anxiety, right? Uh, you could say anxiety regarding the performance of it. Yes, of course. That was one bit. Mm-hmm. And then the guy, since he was a chain smoker, so like he would wrap up the act within a minute or two. And I thought that was it <laughs> because I had not exposed myself to the world of porn. Would you believe if I told you that it's sex which sort of uh, preceded masturbation? I started masturbating like after the one I, minute performance. Right? After I started getting <laughs> my action. So all this time I thought because uh, I have always had that. It was more of the curiosity, not so much the horniness part of it. I just wanted to see what the hype was all about since I come from all-girls school. So everyone was suddenly talking about it. And uh, then I thought like, okay, let's just uh, give it a shot. And I had this guy in my mind. I was in a relationship with this one. And uh, things, uh, you know, went naturally. And uh, the thing about him was like the act used to finish off, like I said, within a minute or two. And... uh, I used to think that was all. So you know what? It what? reminds me of a of a stand-up comic uh-huh. that asked, uh, "What do you think? How much do you think can happen in fifteen minutes? Do you think fifteen minutes is a lot?" It's. Uh, I wouldn't say it's. Uh, it can be quantitative. It's more quality game, you know. I know. So she's like, you can make uh, Maggie noodles, two-minute noodles, seven times. Oh, we know it's all a myth. Yeah. We, we all know that's a myth. It takes, it takes like you know, three minutes for water to boil. Hardly to, like, to make Maggie for that matter. Or you can so, say, or you can say, I'm coming in five minutes three times. Fun <laughs> <laughs> so intended on that one. Or, <laughs> or, you can, or you can have sex with her ex-boyfriend 15 times. Kind of sounds like your boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez! Oh god, Joby, if you're listening to this, please turn off right now. The one-minute wonder. <laughs> one-minute wonder. Oh jeez, I'm so sorry, Joby, if you're hearing this one. Okay, forgive this one for he doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So while he had like his moves, he had everything like you know intact in theory. Uh-huh. Uh, when it came to like you know the pragmatism of it, he we, he used to get exhausted pretty early on, and I used to just uh, consider it to be the complete act. That was all. Okay. Because uh, while growing up, I did not have many female friends to come, you know, to exchange notes with, nor I had like guys to like you know, in, you know, in whom you I can confide in. Things. Because they may all have the same problem; they don't know how to answer you, like. Uh, they wouldn't be able to look you in the eye either. <laughs> no, no, that was not the case. As a matter of fact, these guys used to brag about themselves. So yeah, but they who knows may be what's like, you know, true, performing right? really bad. Yeah, who, knows, be, who they, knows if it's they, true? It's all trash talk. Yeah, it's all trash talk, right? In the end of it all, they just resort to all the locker talks. They how they used to brag about like you know their sexual performances, their sexual experiences. They used to like you know just sort of like uh, give a hyperbole of what they used to perform. Yeah, it's just like, like being uh, a politician, right? You talk about all the good things you do. Oh God, <laughs> tell me about it. There was no end to it. There was just simply no end to it. They okay. would just go on and on about oh we can like you know do so for half an hour. Listen, I'm not asking about your experiences. I'm rather, you know, asking you how you could, like, you know, anything you could just say help, could help me in my exactly. you know, experiences. So, um, 
then what so you went you so you passed on the one minute wonder and then you went on to anything that's so then you found out that you could do this all by yourself <laughs> and then that raised the standards of your expectations say okay if nobody can meet this standard they're not worth doing it with oh yeah oh yes oh yes that did happen that did happen but even then i and then, like, how long did it take you to finally say okay you know what i do need somebody so i'm getting boring too uh i would not say that it was getting boring i thought we were quite amateur at bed like you know so we did not have uh, i like i said we were just uh, just to each other we were not like you know exchanging notes with our friends nor we were like you know seeking sort of an expedition so you were in your own bubble thinking that hey this is great <laughs> uh, yeah that we were just sort of like you know we just uh, sufficed in whatever we were doing we were like okay fine this should do i think that's all there is to it so and, have you uh, experienced real fitness after that oh yeah that the second relationship uh, comes into play like you know when the guy was obsessed with his fitness he was all buffed up and used to work out at gyms and he he had his fitness game like i get a what right to the t and uh, there was a part of me which was always envious because i used to feel inferior in those lines as like okay i'm not working out as much as he is yeah. and he it just became like he became a little conceited he thought like okay whatever i'm uh, giving out in bed i think that should uh, you know this is uh, this is like the best best that is while i knew where exactly keep, the flaws did he, were did he put a mirror right next to himself i i could have been <laughs> i was i wear glasses so yeah, i wouldn't yeah, be he was looking he was looking glasses. into your eyes but not really at you <laughs> for that i should have worn glasses but sadly i gave that a skip and that would have been an interesting prop come to think of it wearing glasses it? To oh no that's really hot i love women i love women in glasses Uh, I think he preferred me that way because then I think it's himself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not making the eye contact. So this guy, he just sort of like since he, uh, you know, he's all like just sculpted and everything, you know. So he thought like he did not need to like you know, you know, perform as much. He didn't have to work so he, hard enough. He just he's, yeah, he used to just lay down and he used to expect me to do all the heavy duty stuff. He's like, hey, you've and, got you've got Adonis right here, so you do all the work. <laughs> I do yeah, all the so work he, in the gym to look like this now you do all the work in bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. See, I've done my part. I've got the raw material here. Now it's you up to you to like, you know, make the day optimizers. <laughs> so, I so I remember I uh, used to sort of like, you know, do my bed by like, you know, not my bed. It was uh, it was rather more than a bed because I was uh, I found myself to be overcompensating for the lack of a good body there. So that became, How would you overcompensate? I'm interested. I just thought, uh, okay, going down on him as many times as possible because I thought, okay, that will please him, and uh, did not expect the same from him. So it was not like a two-way street that he'd go down on me. So there were instances where I felt, okay, I am keeping myself, you know, bereft of pleasure. So that was something I should have, uh, you know, paid more attention to. But then I thought, okay, I don't want to lose out on this one. This guy is like keeping. He was like good on paper, like you know, checking out all the boxes there. Paper tiger. He was tiger. good on paper. A guy who's like fit. A guy who's like uh, emotionally, psychologically stable, and uh, everything sorted in his life. So I just didn't want to let go of him. So there were other factors in play when I wanted to, you know, cling on to this one. Okay. Operative uh, term being cling. Let me just point that out to you. Operative term was cling. Yeah. So you just hung on to him because you thought you couldn't do better. 
And I'm, yeah, I think he started losing interest gradually because then I thought he thought like, no, so, okay, how, so how did, better. so wait a minute. So let, all that is fine about their fitness, mm-hmm. but you overcompensated because you felt lacking in your fitness or, yeah, or the way because, you looked or the way you looked. Okay. Uh, can I ask you something? Are yeah. you familiar with ectomorph, endomorph and mesomorph? Yeah. Yeah. I, I fall in the first category. We are not exactly, you know, uh, full-figured as, you know, if I put it politely, we're not really full-figured. Okay, we so are lacking so you're, meat you don't in have, places. You, you, you don't have uh, bigger, big breasts like guys would want. Yeah, voluptuous yeah, as Shakila. <laughs> no, no, listen, there are guys who like uh, your body style as well, body type as well. Yeah, but it just so turned out that he was into like, you know, full-figured women. Well, then why so did he this- even come to you? Because you were given out? Like, know, because even I was good on paper. <laughs> Everything was working out in my favor, career-wise. And- no, my love, because look, you know, if you have a full figure, you can either see it or you cannot see it, right? So he knew this going in. And then after he's had his time with you, then he realizes that what? He, that he wanted someone with more meat? You could say that he wanted to have like a very variegated experience. The first uh, chick that he mm. slept with was very voluptuous. Now let's move on to the lean one, and maybe the second one is going to be like somewhat in middle. Yeah. So, but know? why did why did so? Uh, I'm I'm curious. Maybe you, you, I'm sure you don't feel that way now. But then, so if he was going to go and look for a variety, mm-hmm. then you were just who you were. So you were the, you were the best in your body type, maybe right? Uh, I guess wasn't made to feel so. Although, but yeah, I guess I was. I mean, I thought like I was doing much better than my first relationship. This one, I, this one, I thought like uh, I was still in a better shape than before. But it was so not at, so at much. What point, at what point did it become nice for you that you felt great about yourself and that everything started falling in place? And, and oh. did it take a man to get to that point or did it happen on no, your own? No, 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 no. <laughs> Thankfully, I ruled up man for that, for that matter, to regain, to reclaim over my confidence. It, it took just myself. I think that confidence sort of like no stem from within. It did not take a man to validate that for me. And how I achieved that was through boudoir photography. Oh, so right. you, you know my exploits, right? I do a lot of selfies. You know, it's why I always go about posting all, uh, all sort of and selfies. Just, and, and just for the record for everybody else, yes, I know this person who's calling me. Uh, hey guys. She's been she's been uh, calling me since I was doing my show. Not calling, when. make me sound like a stalker. No, 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 you're not. A, no, no, love, that's not being a stalker. It's just that you've been interacting with me on this show for a long time, and uh, I've never met her, although I've tried to. Uh, oh, there we go again. And uh, yeah, we're just friends on Facebook, just like a lot of us are friends on Facebook. So. You heard him, guys. Just Facebook friends, nothing more. <laughs> yeah, but I, you know, I, I would have loved to meet you. <laughs> it, yeah, it, yeah, Honestly yeah. speaking, but I guess you know, I don't. Everybody doesn't get everything in life. Uh, um, mm. But no, we. But that's it. But that's it. So yes, you take yeah. some selfies. I saw some selfies on your Facebook page, and they're pretty good, actually. Oh, thank you. Thanks a lot. That coming from you, yeah. 
Now, although that coming from you should not be taken as a compliment, you don't actually take good yeah, selfies you of yourself. Sure, yeah. yeah <laughs> uh, same cookie cutting. <laughs> I don't know what's with your selfies. So uh, yeah, so that's how I reclaim. Like boudoir photography is. Uh, so if uh, for the uninitiated, let me just tell you what boudoir photography is. It's like uh, taking pictures of yourself in a very sensual, erotic, in a very vulnerable light. Like dropping off your inhibitions, dropping off your clothes, taking pictures from all angles, so that you can just bring yourself to the whole objective of this exercise. Exercises to love yourself. Feeling yes, to feel good about yourself. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry for the effort. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, so this is what you do, and uh, it just took me a lot of time to bring myself to love myself. So uh, this exploration became back uh, back in 2014. So it, I was I was not in the best of headspace. I just wanted to feel good about myself. By then I had broken up with my uh, second guy, and uh, things were really not panning out in my life. That was the lowest point in my life. So I think it all was very primal for me. You know, I I had to like start from grassroots level all the way up to the top. You know, building up that confidence again, yet again in my life. So I started getting into boudoir photography, and uh, there is like a wide range of uh, you know stuff that you can do within this uh, within this photography. And I I just felt better about myself. I shaped myself less over time, and with every composition, there was just uh, something that just erupted in me. I was becoming a highly realized self lover <laughs> to put it delicately a very like highly realized self lover i knew exactly how to play with my contours with my curves and in the, the thing that were in the, unappreciated in the photography section yeah through photography i mean imagine it was not even through my eyes it was through the lens the, the eyes of you know of the lens of the camera well if the camera is seeing it then i'm sure uh, two pairs of eyes can see the same thing Yeah. So all this time, I thought, okay, how come this topography was like missed out by a guy? I mean, because guys are, are stupid. The, your voice is slightly muffled. It just, just. Uh, I said, guys are stupid. Yeah, guys were dumb. Guys were really dumb. I was like, how could they have missed out on this topography or the curve? The curve. I'm rocking this curve. What's wrong with them? You know, I would have loved myself like as much as yeah, I, I would. I would make love to myself if I found this person. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it. I would really would have. <laughs> so that's how I was able to snap out of it, and that's how I was able to like you know. And it wasn't just the budo of photography. I started taking a better care of myself. Like started doing cardio. Uh, it was a mix of Pilates. It was a mix of yoga. It was everything like you know in a boiling boiling pot. And the results were like fab. Fabulous. Now, yes. And uh, now, I if a guy approaches me, I I sort of uh, I know where it's all coming from with the place of like you know maybe they want to make themselves feel better about themselves by hanging. No, so when you he's listen. So when you're working out, and right after yes. you work out, if do you work yeah. out, you work out. Yeah, I do. Okay, so I just right, you. right after you work out, do you is do you feel your libido like rising more than normal or? Oh no, big time. There's like yeah. a shoot of dopamine, serotonin, endorphins, whatever you may call it. It's just a big shot of it. Yeah, and that's why most people have sex at gyms. Maybe not here, but yeah, <laughs> elsewhere they do. It's like such a good boost to your uh, sexual performance there. 
I'm wondering why I never went to a gym. Uh, yeah, about time you hit the gym now. But given the situation, I think uh, it's only yeah. better that you, yeah, <laughs> do whatever you do in well, your yeah, lockdown. Yeah, it's, yeah, I do everything in the house all by myself. The gym, the libido and the satiation, all of that. <laughs> Liar. <laughs> yeah, because it's so apparent through your body, yes. <laughs> no, but yeah, you do work out. I have seen your training videos. Yes, you are doing really well. And uh, which wasn't the case in last two years ago, but you're doing really well now. So that is commendable. And, you know, thank you very much. But I also take refuge in the fact that at my age, it's not, it's okay. Such an agent. Get over yourself. Such an agent. Hey, I got to use it to my benefit. <laughs> Whatever it works. You know, sometimes sometimes it doesn't work, but if it works, I'm going to use it. Uh, no, please don't. It's actually cringeworthy. You know, it's like, okay, for, for a 50-year-old, look at me. I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, I do. That's a, uh, yeah, that's a backhanded uh, brag. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, you know, I want to see uh, a lot of people at 50. 52, actually. I'm 52 now. That 50th birthday just passed oh, me by. Oh, you don't like, say. Oh, you don't say. 52. Holy crap. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's about it. I'm so I'm going to uh, be half ticket soon. Come again? I said I'm going to become a half ticket soon. Half ticket soon. Senior citizen discount, you know? <laughs> don't. Guys, I'm not 30 or whatever it is. I'm not 30 yet. I'm still in my 20s or so, I would like to believe. Yeah, so am I. I'd like to believe I'm still in my 20s. <laughs> By heart, yes. I'm 20 with 32 years of experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's my um, two cents, please, guys. Start doing boudoir photography, get into fitness. Yeah, and, and when you do that boudoir photography, yourself. when you do that photography, please show it to us. Maybe we'll start seeing you in the way that we haven't been seeing you. Whoa, okay. <laughs> That's a big ask of me. No, no, no. Since you're giving this general advice, I'm adding to that advice and saying, please show it to whoever you want them to see. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, not generally to all in sundry, but whoever you think should see it. Just help <laughs> them see you better. You know, there's this, uh, just uh, just on a side note, I wanted to mention this thing. Uh, there's this photographer, uh, mm -hmm. Sophie Abrard, and uh, she's a very renowned photo um, photographer. Okay. So I got in touch with her, showed my work. And I think she, she might be interested in, like, you know, getting me on board with our next project. So, Paris, any, 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 any chance uh, using this long-standing relationship we have that I get to see? No. Uh, you do know that everything has been put on limbo given the lockdown situation. So. Or maybe what you've done in the past, your work. You know, I gotta admire your work. I've always kept you in loop. Come on. No. But I've always kept you in loop, haven't I? I mean, I've made my. I've uh, done my bit. Yeah, you have actually. And someone here, Anuradha Davar is coming in and saying, what photography? Anuradha, it's Boudoir photography. Please Google while you're at it. Boudoir, See, it's, it's a it's French spelled. word, so it's spelled differently. Okay, okay. So it's, uh, this is how you spell it. It's B-O-U-D-O-I-R. 
So please, uh, guys, you need to explore this kind of photography and trust me on this. It just takes a bit of time to like, you know, get into the groove of it and the rhythm of it. And once you do so, you'll be able to empower yourself uh, in, in a huge way, in a huge way. Trust me, you'll be getting to see your own body first before, you know, you get down to. Yeah, in ways get, that you've never seen it. Exactly. So you need to see yourself in that light first. You need to sexualize yourself first before you go about sexualizing anyone else for that matter. So empowering yourself is, you know, it should be the first priority. And then comes like the part of like, you know, where you feel. Uh, see, if you, if you actually come to think of it now, guys, most guys, I mean, I'm not, I'm not suggesting that every guy, but most guys uh, get into the act and uh, usually think about how to pleasure themselves and take care of themselves. And they don't really care if the woman's enjoying it or not. Uh, so if you flip that over and this boudoir photography makes you feel better about yourself, you're all uh, sexually charged up, where you just have to go take care of yourself in the act and don't worry about him. Uh-huh. Does that work? Or you've got to be that you've got to have the guy make it for you. Can you do it for yourself while you're in the act in your own mind and your own self worth? There was one photographer who passed away three years ago. Yeah. Okay, it's going to get grim. I forgot his name. I think Gotham. No, I'm not too sure. And his muse was Lakshmi, the model. So these guys used to take pictures oh, of themselves. You're talking the about Gotham Raja Daksha. Oh yeah, yeah. You remember? Yeah, yeah I used that to guy. Know him, actually. Oh yeah. And Lakshmi Menon was his muse. Yeah. And they used to capture those moments, uh, you know, of the act. And uh, yeah, that's how they like sort of uh, spice their uh, sex life. Even this guy wasn't any younger. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm getting ridiculous. Just, hey, I'll retract what's, that. What's he's got to do with it? <laughs> I'll retract that. I'll retract that. But um, see, the thing about uh, Indian guys, or I would not generalize it to Indian guys, are most of the guys, let's say, they're very conservative. Uh, they have a very conservative mindset. You go about taking these pictures and uh, that does not go down well with them. Well, they don't go down well anyway, so what the heck? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just uh, then you don't have any, uh, you know, choice but to dumb their ass and their conservative ass. Because this is how they, you know, sort of interpret the whole thing as like it's quite sluttish of you. It's quite hoardish of you. You should not like resort to something like this. You know, I'm here to make you make you feel better about yourself. Why do you have to? Is this easy? You know, are these bitches taking rounds in the group of your, you know, in the circle of your friends or something? So those sort of insinuations were something I just yes. couldn't wrap my head around. Asses. So... You know, one thing that troubled me was like this boudoir exercise, this boudoir photography was rather a private exercise. It was not so much like, you know, I could share those pictures with guys. Yeah, it always like sort of sparked that iota of suspicion in the guy's head that these these photos are definitely taking ground. So that's that's another story for another time. But uh, let me just tell you that this is how I've been able to, you know, bring myself to love myself. Fitness and boudoir photography. I just needed to see myself in a better light and not through a guy's eyes. Well, that's the perfect way. And I think your story has probably got a few ladies out there thinking, and guys for that matter. And if you have got yourself thinking with what Dominica said, (laughs) then uh, let's continue this conversation and uh, call in. Maybe you can join her, maybe after her. But if you don't talk, there are things that 
happen in your life that stay shut and uh, can really affect your life between the sheets and even outside of it. <laughs> yeah, if it resonates with uh, any of your uh, experiences, whatever I just shared with you, please uh, come out and like, you know, let's just uh, talk it out in the open. Yeah, we're yeah. not here to judge. And like Dominique is anonymously Dominique, you can just be anonymous. I don't need to really know your real name. Just pick uh, a name and that. come in, you know? Screw that. Screw that. I'm Akriti. Okay? And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was quick. I was trying to be, uh, you know, a gentleman and not bring that out and uh, continue to call you Dominique. And here you go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, guys, I'm Akshiti. Uh, yeah, in case uh, you have any sort of a query, please you can, like, you know, get in touch with me or uh, Alex for that matter. Yeah. yeah, we'll be yeah, your consultants, okay? Yeah, we'll be your consultant. He'll give you his man's point of view and I'll, you know, with women's one. So, please, go ahead. Bombard. Uh, and I and I don't know if you remember, at some point, I did offer to say that we should, we should co-host the show together. Uh, oh yeah right yes. maybe that yes. time is maybe that time is coming closer maybe you're not ready for it I don't know but I'm still thinking maybe a great idea <laughs> I have so much to say about that one but yeah story for another time <laughs> well alrighty then Akriti Urf Dominique Akriti is just fine Akriti will do please guys it's Akriti Dominique yeah that's my alter ego and that's what I call myself when I do photography so photography by Dominique yeah Dominique and if you ladies Dominique. and if you ladies want to have boudoir photography happen with you maybe you can have Dominique come and take those pictures for you oh I'll do a fab job trust me on that I'll do a fab job and she won't I'll... charge very much but she will charge she should you have to pay for it <laughs> no 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 I won't charge what <laughs> that's a shot I'm not going to charge <laughs> yeah you can just relax about it it's All the right. uh, yeah, if you, as long as you feel good, that's the only yeah, money I have. That's it. Well, thank you, Akriti. I really appreciate it. It's nice talking to you after a long, long time. My pleasure is all mine. Take all care. Right. You take care of yourself and be safe. Yeah, you too. Bye. Bye now. My name is Anil. Yeah, stay in touch. I'm going to say good night in my way. That will conclude entertainment. Thank you very much for joining us. You're still here? Maybe do it again sometime. It's over. And this way- Go home. And now, the show's over. The party's over! Will you leave immediately, please? I want to see motion, movement, bye-bye. Good night. Get the point. Good. Now get out!